Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina Deda. I'm an interior stylist, color consultant and author of the first um, style guide for empty nesters called Downsize with Style. Today I would like to talk about a massive, massive topic that I hear over and over again how to deal with sentimental items. We all have so much stuff and a lot of the things we are emotionally attached to and it's hard to um, let go of them and sort them out. And I haven't met any empty nester who had no problems with that. So it's a big, big topic for almost everyone. And if you struggle to sort out your stuff and to let go of emotional things, you are not alone. So keep listening today. I will share 11 practical tips to deal with sentimental items. But first of all, let's have a look um, into that topic a bit more in detail. Why is it so hard for many people to handle emotions and deal with sentimental items when they are downsizing? I guess one of the things is that we project our memories in our belongings And we think we will lose those memories when we do not possess the belongings anymore. But to overcome this situation or those feelings, I think it's important to understand that our memories are actually not in these things or in our belongings. It's our belongings who trigger our memories. So basically, for example, I had um, my mom died long ago. Um, She passed away from cancer and I was still in Germany and I only um, have a few pieces, physical pieces from her that I brought to Australia when we came here. I could not bring everything. So um, I just have a few key things that still remind me of her. Um, for example, I have an old handwritten recipe book where she... Um, put some recipes in there in her handwriting. And I just kept that over the years, although I never cook that stuff, but I just love to see that handwriting and it reminds me of her. So it's these are a few little things. Um, but all my positive memories are in my heart and I will never forget her and the good times we had together. So you actually don't need heaps of physical belongings or things to remember someone. And if you um, have listen to um, previous episodes of this podcast, you will have come across one where I talked to a lady who um, helps empty nesters and everyone else who is interested to um, keep their memories through um, beautiful um, keepsake books. So she comes in and basically photographs everything that is important to you. And then she puts this book together, which is gr a great present. And then you have one book and it's digital. So you can reprint it in the future as often as you want. And you, you just take that book with you. You don't have to take five boxes of photographs, for example. So yeah, that's an important thing to really understand that the our memories are not in these physical objects. It's our It's the objects or the belongings that trigger our memories. So basically, if you get rid of your a lot of stuff, you don't lose the memories of the things. It's just you don't have that object anymore. But I will share some ideas how to deal with these items in a minute. 
And um, I've talked about that in other previous podcasts as well. So if you have things that you truly love and they trigger some positive emotions, choose one of each category. Choose one furniture piece um, which you would like to take or um, think of ways how you could give a special piece a new life in your new home. And I mentioned that as well, in case of smaller items, incorporate them in an eye-catching display or um, celebrate them by displaying them and not putting them away in a box for the next 20 years. Really embrace the things you love and put them in a special place in your new home. And the other thing, and this is something I learned in my yoga class, or I still learn it every day, every time I go there, it's learn to detach from everything else by seeing it as a chance to start a new chapter of your life. So we are, in our daily lives, we are so much attached to all sorts of stuff all the time. And then we get cranky, or we are happy, or we are sad, because we are attached to so much stuff. So we have to learn to step away, to be the observer and really watch ourselves from a higher point and watch what we are doing and, and try to detach from all that stuff that kind of um, occupies our minds the whole time. And um, I think that's a really important point. Just try to let go of things and concentrate on the present, on your life at this moment. And again, we've talked about that in other podcasts, declutter and pass on beloved things to charities that truly appreciate them. And a lot of relocation companies have long-standing relationships with organizations to pass on beloved pieces from people who downsize. Always ask yourself when you, while you're decluttering, what do I have, what do I need, and what do I want? Keep lists and prioritize and keep one thing of each category. Think about what's the most meaningful, the most important. And also think about functionality with regard to everything else. So Everything you take should also be functional and work in your new space and um, have a reason to be there. <clears throat> to be able to make the right decisions, measure and lay out your new space. This was another podcast we, where we talked about this. This is a really important exercise to help avoid costly mistakes and to become crystal clear what's going to fit in your new apartment. And again, paperwork, I know that's a massive thing. Lots of people have even still folders and files from their, their university time. Really detach, go through it and ask yourself, do I still need this? And if you say yes, maybe scan it and digitize it so that you don't have to have all the paper around you. And if you get rid of physical clutter, this will also free up your mind and let you concentrate on the future and embrace the future and the new things that are coming. Now, I'd like to share the um, 11 practical tips to deal with sentimental items, and you will find them as well in my book, Downsize with Style, which you can order on my website, www.downsizewithstyle.com. 
So tip number one, start as early as possible. Don't leave your decluttering process until the last minute before you move. Get going right now. Even if you're only downsizing in a few years, start going through your stuff. It will take a while if you want to do it yourself. And so start doing it and think about the different areas you need to declutter. And then it's not too overwhelming. And then listen to my podcast about decluttering and you will learn about the uh, four-pile strategy and how you can do it step by step. Make a plan, show up and do it. Step by step, but consistently. And if you can't do it on your own, seek help from experts. Give me a call. I can help you get started. If it's too overwhelming, I have a team, an extended team, a lady who does the decluttering for me, and she can help you sort it all out in a few days, maybe a week. So start as early as possible. Tip number two, scan and digitize papers and photos. Go through your paperwork and pictures and decide which ones you would like to keep in digital format. And if you don't want to outsource this job, there are free apps for the iPhone that turn your phone camera into a scanner, for example. So there's all sorts of um, apps and programs available that help you do it on your own. But again, as I said, there's businesses who help you um, where you can outsource this job and help you um, to digitize your paperwork. Tip number three, pass on things you don't need any longer. Again, this goes back to step number one of my five-step process to downsize with style and your options for recycling and free cycling. So find someone who really enjoys and appreciates your pieces. Um, maybe you could also, um, if you have things that are still in a good condition, you could make a garage sale or you could um, just put them out at your property in, in front of your property with a sign for free and you would be surprised how many people may, may come and, and take some of your, um, of your pieces if they are still in a good condition. Maybe your friends or neighbors need large household items like um, spare fridges and things you can't take with you. So just go and ask them. Schools, community centers, charities are always a good um, place to um, donate. And as I mentioned as well, they always, um, they even pick up large items. So if you call the salvos or the lifeline, they come and pick up big uh, furniture items as well. So you just have to dial their number and let them know that you have something to donate. Step um, Tip number four is take photos of sentimental items. And this is what I've mentioned earlier. If you have sentimental items you can't take with you to your new home because of the size maybe, Try and find a way to capture them. Start a memory journal, have a book done where you keep a picture and write a story about this special piece. This is not only a great exercise to keep your memories alive, but you can also share it, share this journal with family and friends. Tip number five, prioritize the meaningful and functional. To help you sort out the most meaningful things, Ask yourself the question, if I could only take one piece of furniture, one book, one piece of clothes, um, one, one um, piece of this china, what would it be? Try to choose one item from every um, 
from everyone who was important to you, maybe your parents, if you know this is you inherited something from your parents or your grandparents, and then choose one item and um, give it a new life in your new home. And then look at all the other items in the light of their functionality and really sort them out if they're not functional. Number six is be creative. Think about how you could use a larger piece of furniture for a different purpose. I, for example, use an antique wardrobe from my grandmother as a, um, yeah, it's basically um, a wardrobe in our entrance hall for jackets, bags, and umbrellas. So it's nice and tidy. All our um, jackets and stuff is in that wardrobe. And it looks great. It's an antique piece and it looks great in the hall. I have also bought an old chest of drawers and used this for a storage unit in our dining area. So think about what you could do with certain items if you could um, repurpose them for something different and mix and match old and new things um, to create an eclectic look in your new apartment. And if you have, for example, clothes you can't part with, use them, use parts of them, make a quilt or use them as wall decoration. Hang up a dress you like, maybe in your um, bathroom or in a, in a bedroom. That's really interesting. I've seen this more and more in um, decorating books as well. So people just decorate your rooms with some of the stuff you're not wearing anymore, but it maybe it's from years ago. It has special memories again. So that's a great way to display things as well. And then tip number seven, chuck the rest. This is, I know that's hard, but really sometimes if you get rid of things and make the decision, it's, it's, you feel so much better. Pick the things that really matter and let the rest go. Learn to make quick decisions. Do you really need the collection of holiday postcards from the past 10 years? And what about old paperwork, high school folders, diaries, photos that aren't really special? Letting go of the things can free up your mind and make space for new and exciting experiences. And practice how to detach. Again, a constant exercise in my yoga class. Tip number eight, measure and lay out your new home. So this goes back to step four, lay out your space. Um, again, it's a whole chapter in my book. And um, I've done also a podcast about it, so um, have a look if you haven't um, heard or read about it already. This is really important to lay out, to measure your new space and lay out your home before you move. You will save heaps of money and time and stress when you do that because you will exactly find out what's going to fit and what is not going to fit. Start seeing your move to a smaller space as a chance to create something new. Do something different. Why not? You have lived for 40 years or more in the same house. Why not doing something different? See your new apartment as a blank canvas and use your mood board to create a new space for your new lifestyle. This is another service I offer for empty nesters. I help you with space planning and mood boards. Um, give me a call or contact me um, if you are interested to learn more. So what this means is basically we go through... Um, what you want to take and we we lay out your new home and then you get a floor plan on one hand to get the 
overall um, ideas of the size and proportion of the space, but we also do a mood board incorporating your beloved pieces, the colors you like, and um, uh, basically visualizing your new space. And this is these exercises. It's a bit of work involved, but it's really helpful because you know what's going to happen in your new home. You know how it's going to look like, and you can look forward to it. And tip number nine, embrace your space. Curate interesting items in vignettes. And I've talked about that in the last podcast, how to style a vignette. Display your beloved treasures and hide all the other stuff in functional storage units. And then tip number 10, don't start cluttering again. This is really important. If you buy something new, choose something else to go. Don't buy too much new stuff again. If you want to change decorating items, for example, you could do that in winter and summer and maybe have a set for summer and some, some cushions for winter or objects. And this doesn't need too much store, storage space, so you could um, keep that somewhere in a, in a wardrobe or maybe you have... Often in new apartments, you have storage units in the garage space as well. So you could have a box with some items you change around seasonally. But don't buy too much new stuff. And tip number 11, learn to say no. If you have decluttered and managed to um, be happy with less stuff and simplify your life, tell your friends about it. Let them know. And if you have a birthday coming up or people want to give something to you, tell them, use a gift list and tell them uh, what you would um, be happy about and what you would love to have instead of um, accepting again more and more stuff you really don't want or you, you can't use in the new space. So it's always good to tell your friends about it and then they know what you need and would like to have. All right, so that was um, <clears throat> my um, podcast for today, 11 practical tips to deal with sentimental items. And as I mentioned already, if you would like to learn more, visit downsizewithstyle.com to order your copy of my book Downsize with Style today. I have uh, created this book to help empty nesters to overcome procrastination, to get rid of all their stuff and clutter and to finally start their downsizing journey and also to encourage them to see it more positively and to embrace the change and the opportunities that come with such a step. And Downsize with Style is a practical style guide overlaid with inspirational quotes. And you can order the book valued at $29.95 at my online shop on my website downsizewithstyle.com. I will post it to you within a couple of days. Get ready before Christmas and start your downsizing journey in 2015. Order your copy today www.downsizewithstyle.com. And I hope I catch up with you soon and um, we will um, speak at one of the next episodes of Downsize with Style. Thanks a lot and have a good day. Bye.